It's Bet McLean Football Show time. So much to discuss this week, including Ballymena being top of the Danske Bank Premiership. Joining Stephen Beckham and myself from Uri, Decky Carville, and the Korea manager, Rodney Macaray. Decky, Fico, great to see you both. Thank you, Rodney. Thank you for coming on because obviously it's probably a weekend you'd want to forget. But the Liverpool one, Liverpool winning certainly picked me up. It was the it was the only highlight of the week for me. Um, Let's go back to Friday night because we are going to have to talk about it. It's a difficult position you find yourself in. Certainly a difficult situation you find yourself in from the last time you appeared on the show. So the back of two defeats, and um, where's your mind at with the whole thing? Isn't it? It's two results that that Coleraine could, could do out. It's two results that we, we, we certainly, did we expect them? We, we expected more, we wanted more out of the two games and we haven't got to, um, more out of the two games. I felt at Warren Point we played well up to a point, um, up to an area of the pitch and, and after that there just wasn't enough. We give, we give poor goals away which resulted in a solution in the game at Warren Point. Friday night passed, they just didn't feel that the desire, the commitment, the, the energy that we needed within the game was there to, to try and match a a very, very hard-working, energetic and, and well-organised Newry side. As a manager, and none of us here are managers, but I see it more and more in the game now where managers are calling out their players in terms of not turning up for a performance. So where do you sit with all that? I think players have to, I think players have to give their, their all for the club that they're playing for. They have to show that they're, they're committed to the club that they're playing for. Um, Friday night past was maybe a... a an occasion where we didn't get that. Um, I'm not for, for calling out players, and I'll not single players out. Um, it's a collective thing, we win together and we lose together, um, but everybody must give their all on every occasion. And Unfortunately, on Friday night, we maybe just didn't get that. What about the squad then? Obviously, the, the transfer window's coming up. We know that you, perhaps it's a, as a club, you weren't in the, in the job at the time, but certainly didn't, didn't buy maybe before the start of the season. Now you're 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 caught short in terms of do you've lost players and injuries? Yeah, we've we've lost players and injuries, and I suppose whenever you start off the season, whenever I arrived at Coleraine, there was 21 players. There was three of those was goalkeepers. There was a 17-year-old lad sitting on the bench who's done extremely well this season. And Alexander gone, and Stephen Douglas, who's 41, who's probably as Stephen would admit himself, not capable of playing every game, but has also done extremely well. The, the squad was thin, the squad has been thin, but if everybody's fit at Coleraine and everybody's available and nobody picks up suspensions, then they've, they've a very good squad and they've a squad that is capable of competing with the very best. I've been very unfortunate since, since I went in from day one. The, the first game I was in at, uh, was hours away. We lost Josh Kirsten in the warm-up and we lost Gareth McConaughey during the game and that was, that was probably the start of it. Um, from then we've picked up suspensions, we've picked up injuries. And nobody wants to cry about it, but it is. It's, yeah, that's the situation, and that's that's the way it is at this moment in time. Is this the toughest um, spell in your management career to date? I don't know. Whenever I first went in at Dungan after after Darren had decided to move on to the AFA, um, whenever I first went in there, we were sitting with with eight points from the first thirteen games, and that was an extremely difficult time as well. So. I've been through tough times, I know what tough times is like, um, I know what, the work, what work you need to put into it to try and get it to turn around and I'll certainly be encouraging and making it as an enjoyable experience as I can over the next foreseeable future to make sure that things turn around and we start going in the right direction. Is there a confidence issue, Rod, would you say? Because when I look at the Korean team, I see class all over it, from Josh Carson, Owen Bradley, Darren McCauley, Aaron Burns, 
the midfield as well, you know, quality, the defenders were brilliant last season. So are the, have the boys suddenly lost belief, do you think? Um, maybe confidence has took a little bit of a dent, yeah, I would, I would agree with that. Um, it's just, it, just this past sort of run of six weeks, maybe it's the, same, it's the same 11 or 12 that you're always picking from. There's no competition there just at this moment in time, which is, which is maybe restricting people to, to putting the efforts in that they're, they're expected to. Maybe they're, they're finding it a little easy. Um, but there has, to be, there, has to, there has to be a little bit more, and there, ha there has to be a wee bit more togetherness within the squad to fight your way out of it. We have a lot of players playing at the moment who are playing with little niggles, which is to be expected this, at this time of year as well. There's other clubs will have players playing with niggles as well. But not being able to give those guys a little bit of a rest because of their niggles isn't, isn't helping the situation either. Where are you at with Darren McCauley? I know you want to tie him down and you've been talking to him. He'd be a massive lift if you could um, get him on a new contract. Oh, absolutely. Darren's massive for, for the club and he's massive for the, for the club going forward. And it's, it's vitally important that we do all we can in our powers to, to make sure that Darren sees his future at Coleraine Football Club. And that's something that we're working at at the moment and, and that's more or less just where it is at this, at this moment in time. For what it's worth, I was sorry, Peter. I was going to say, I think you'll get it right. I've always been an admirer of Rod and his style, and it's a funny situation to go into at Coleraine because previous Coleraine managers that have come in, Coleraine have been on a downer. This particular side just lost out on the league title on the final day and won the Irish Cup. So you're almost on a on a bit of a losing ticket right from the off and now it's just a case of getting things going again but in fairness in fairness it wasn't going particularly well before you took on the, the role it'd be, it'd be a choppy start is that a fair comment that's true that's true but I, I believe with Rod's style his management class that Coleraine will turn but I would say this they definitely need players in January I said it last week on the show Warren Point for me that day that I saw you down at, um, at their ground they had a stronger bench than Coleraine and that's staggering. Coleraine need to bring in, I would say, maybe three, possibly even four players. I don't know if you'd agree with that, Rod. We certainly need to add to the squad. We don't want to lose anybody in the squad, but we certainly need to add a little bit more quality to it. Um, but there has been positives up until now. Like we came here in the, in the league not so long ago. And with any team that I've been involved in, it was the best performance that I've ever seen from a club coming to Windsor. Um, we've done extremely well here. We won the game 2-1. We could have won it a little bit more. So there has been positives along the way, and we have to we have to get back to doing the basics well. We have to get back to the to recognising the hard work that we put in whenever we came to the national stadium to to get that result, and, and we have to deliver that on on more of an occurrence. Sixth in the league, a game in hand, fourteen points off the top at this stage of the game. We're now at the start of December. Um, what is the realistic expectation? For this season now, from my point of view, my expectations go no further than ours this weekend. Um, I think we have to we have to make sure we're taking one game at a time. We have to, as I say, get back to hard work, um, putting the endeavour in that's needed to get the results. And and then after the Ards game, then we have to move on to the next one after it. We moved to Newry on Friday night, and obviously not a great night for you. But just e express to us what the move was like in the camp after a historic win. Yeah, it was uh, it was great. The journey home was uh, a lot easier. It shortened the trip a wee bit, a few beers obviously. Uh, but yeah, I think it was a long time coming. You know, it was our first first victory on the road. But we weren't too far away. I thought coming to the game, but we knew ourselves that we just had to just, as Rod said, our basics work hard. But we have been doing that. And I thought last Friday night uh, against Balamina, I thought we definitely deserved something in that game too. You know, I thought we were actually the stronger side. Maybe a few. 
refereeing decisions didn't go our way, but I think we were okay, you know. But You've been with Nuri Decky through obviously going up a league, going up a league, going up a league, and win, 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 win. So has it been hard mentally for the boys to be able to take the defeats that have come this season because you're so you've been so used to winning in recent seasons. Yeah, it definitely has. There's no doubt about it. Uh, as you say, we all my years I've got promoted or we won a league, and coming up this year, I knew it was going to be difficult and maybe drawn or getting beat there each week. There was a bit tough on the on the head, but as I say, we knew it was going to be tough, but we'll fight on. Is this league tougher than what you imagined it to be? Oh, without a doubt, yeah. Uh, it's a bit hard. I thought it took myself a wee bit while to adapt to having playing to my highest expectations this season, but I think we'll get there. I really do. Can Nuri stay up, do you think, Decky? Absolutely. Tell me why. Because I just think the group of players we have there, each one of us are all friends. Uh, we're very close-knit. And then once we go out onto the pitch, we always fight, fight to the death. There, you know. Home form's going to be so important. Um, yeah. over the course of this season and to, and to get those wins at home but going on the road and getting a win probably you didn't expect that must give the boys even more um, confidence yeah the confidence is high as you say on Friday night coming home it was great the atmosphere was good uh, two two wins out of the last three it's been definitely a boost for inside the camp you know but uh, yeah on the road we have to start picking up more wins so with regards to the bottom of the table because it's going to be a real dogfight down there you know if, if you guys aren't going to be relegated, who do you see for the relegation spot? I don't want to really single you on the point of any teams, you know. But uh, no, as I say, we're well, just sitting bottom at the minute. But we played them, we got the win against them three weeks ago. And it was, it was one of the toughest games I've played on all season. Because I reckon teams down the bottom of the league, they're just going to fight for, until the final whistle, you know. But uh, I don't know, I'm not going to say too much. <laughs> so, on a happier note... <laughs> Congratulations are in order because um, uh, you're getting married yeah, the next yeah. couple of weeks. So tell us about that. I'm to say anything coming in here. Uh, yeah, I'm getting married next Saturday uh, in Darver Castle, just outside Dundalk there. Uh, a lovely girl from Glen in that county town. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. What's your fiance's name? Meath Miller. Very good. And you've got to miss a match, haven't you? I do, yeah, against the Blues here. At home, it was meant to be on the Friday night, but... Uh, I think due to a cup game for Linfield on the Tuesday night has put that, put that back, you know. So a few of the boys missing the wedding? No, uh, a few of them are, yeah, they're missing the mass, but they're heading up to the shindig after. Well, I hope you have a good match of the day yourself. Anyway. Uh, right, good luck with that. Thank you. Great line, Baker. You've been working on that all week. <laughs> this is the Bet McLean football show from Cool FM into this weekend fixtures. Um, Let's go to Cliftonville first and foremost at home to Glenavon and Barry Gray got the response he was looking for from his players last weekend. He certainly did. That was a massive win for Barry, massive win for Cliftonville as well. And it was um, interesting that Rory Donnelly stepped up. Obviously his brother's been in the news, Jay, and he didn't play at the weekend. So uh, there's a lot going on off the pitch as well as on the pitch at Cliftonville at the moment and it's something they're going to have to sort out. But this match against Glenavon, I think... It's a tough one to call. This, this week's fixtures, they're all very hard to call, and I'll be really fascinated to see what the boys say. Glenavon, such a great side. Um, championship challengers, in my opinion. But Cliftonville have got that in their makeup too, Pete. They just have to go on a run. Every other team in the league now that have got title aspirations will be looking at Ballymena thinking, well, if we could match what they're doing, we'll be right in the mix as well. So, a huge game of football, solitude. I'm going to go Cliftonville to Nick at 2-1, purely on the fact that um, maybe they just needed that little bit more. 
Did it surprise you, um, Glenavon's draw last weekend? I suppose it's good for you. Yeah, it, it probably was good for us. Institute probably looked forward to going to Glenavon because of the pitch, the surface. They like to play the, the game the correct way, in my opinion. Um, did surprise me. It probably did that, that Glenavon didn't win the game. Um, I think this week's game at Cliftonville, uh, there's going to be goals in it. Both teams are scoring goals. Um, there's maybe a, a little area of weakness maybe in, in both sides defensively at this moment in time as well. So there could well be goals in it. I'll, I'm going to do a big go and sit in the fence and go away two each. <laughs> Daggy? Uh, yeah, I don't know what way that could go. I think Glenavon maybe in the last few weeks haven't really been playing as well as they have been coming into that game. But as Rod said, their institute, I've been very impressed with them this year. I think they're very, very good football inside. Definitely are. But uh, Cliftonville, there, we played them on Sky there. I wasn't playing myself. I was a friend. But I thought Neary cut them open very easily. I think they're very weak at the back. But I think I'm going to go for a draw myself. Maybe go one each. Very good. Vico, the new person not sitting on the fence. Unbelievable. Miracles <laughs> can happen. Um, you're at home this week against Ardrod, and um, what way do you approach this game? With positivity. Um, trying to make sure that we have, we have bodies in the pits that, that know what they're doing um, and know what their roles and responsibilities are, and then carrying those roles, roles and responsibilities out to the best of their, their, their possibilities. Um, it's, it's going to be an extremely difficult game because Colin is his team well organised. Uh, the hard to break down. They're hard to break down. They'll come and they'll work very hard. They'll, the more than likely, I would have thought, try to hit us, hit us a little bit in the counter and play forward very quickly whenever they win the ball back. Um, so it's going to be a difficult game. But listen, it's one that we should be targeting three points. It's one. It's one that we should be looking to to win if we're going to challenge for trophies. And will Coleraine get the three points? Yes, they will. I'm pretty confident that they will because after their last two defeats. I think the players have a responsibility to bounce back. As I said before, there's real quality in that side and it's about time they showed it for their manager, for the fans who um, have been very patient with them this season because of last season's heroics. So I'm going to go Coleraine to win that one 3-1 and Ards to stay at the bottom of the table. And Daggy, I suppose for, for you guys, it's, it's nothing but a Coleraine win? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it's uh, Pete... Uh yeah, sorry. Stephen? Stephen, sorry. <laughs> uh, I think, as he said here, yeah, I think Coleraine definitely are going to bounce back from their last two uh, defeats. They're, they're too good of a side now, too, you know, but I'm going to go Coleraine 2 0. All right, okay, excellent. Then Gannon at home to Newry, and um, you know what? The, the fascinating thing about the league this season, we thought, and I said this last week, we thought last season was amazing in terms of drama, but we're getting it at both ends of the table. A few wins for the teams around the bottom, and they're right up in the mid table, um, and this is a must win for both. It is. It's a tough one to call. Again, Dungannon were hammered, so Chris Lindsay will be looking for a reaction after what happened at Solitude. But Newry, they're bound to go into that match on a high because winning your first match away from home after waiting for so long, they're going to be reveling in that, relishing the trip to Stangmore Park. I think they'll get something from that game, Pete. I'm going to go one each. Okay, excellent. Daggy? Uh, I don't want to say too much, but yeah, I think the confidence will be high going into this, uh, this Saturday. And I think we, if we want to progress up the table, we have to start getting the running games. You know, there's no point in going out and maybe winning one and then losing five. You know, I think uh, I think I'm going to go for a new win this weekend again. <laughs> <laughs> Scoreline uh, two nil. Oh, very. You know what? Will you be on the score sheet? I don't know. I'll say I'm not saying. <laughs> there's very much. few players come on here and predict their own game. So well done. Um, how do you see it going, Rod? It's going to be a very tight game. Um, Newry will go there with a lot of confidence. They'll go. They'll, they'll enjoy playing on the surface that they'll play on as well. Um, Chris will be looking a response after conceding five at the weekend. Hopefully, he gets that response as well. Um, 
and I think it's I think it's going to be a tight game, but I, I can't go against Dungannon Swifts. I have to go for Dungannon Swifts, so I'll go for the, the Swifts to win 2-1. Very good. Okay. Entertain at home to the Glens, and the Glens will be without Marcus Kane, and they'll be hoping this weekend there's not as much drama um, as what happened last weekend with our Latvian officials. Yes, I think it's very important to point out that um, both referees were correct, or both managers, Stephen Baxter and Ronnie McFall, were correct in criticising the referee because he had a poor performance. But what I would like to put on the record here is the referee wasn't the one who caused the fracker in the middle of the pitch and beside the dugouts. The players and some of the staff from each side have to take responsibility for that. I thought it was a disgrace um, and I think they should be taking a long, hard, hard look at themselves in the mirror, Pete, for um, basically doing what they did. And I thought it was unacceptable. And it'll be interesting to see what the authorities do. In terms of the Latvian referee, I don't expect him to be back refereeing Irish League football, given his performance, given the amount of mistakes that he made, um, uh, given the, the sentence off as well. Um, so in terms of Glentorn, they got a result on Saturday because um, no one expected them to, to draw against the Crews. But Institute, as the boys have said earlier on, they're playing well. They've had um, some fantastic results recently, and I think they'll have enough in their in their locker to go and win that match, I'm going to go and shoot to win it 2-1. Do you reckon, Rodney, if that had happened in your game, do you reckon you could have held yourself back? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think um, what you try to do is you try to, you try to calm a situation down, and there's maybe, a, there's maybe an, an element of, of staff maybe trying to get involved to try and get certain little areas if it broke up, um, and then maybe become a little bit more involved than what they expected. But it's heat of the moment stuff. It's very, it's very hard to restrain yourself. It's very, it's very hard to, to not back your teammate up. Um, it's not what we want to see. And it, it, unfortunately, it just got out, out of hand a little. Ronnie McFall had mentioned at the end of the game about you know referees from um, other organisations coming in, not understanding the culture, the way we play football. Do we play football so differently here than elsewhere? I think it's just a little bit more competitive, a little bit more physical. Um, maybe the odd little thing goes a little bit unnoticed in the Irish League as, as to what it would do in Europe. Um, so to, it could be it could be a slightly different style of refereeing. Um, it's not one that I'm sort of fond of, to be honest. I think listen, referees get a, a little bit of grief in this country for for doing the job that they do, but they do it to their best of their ability. It was funny, actually, whenever everything was going on, Ronnie McFall was the one guy who um, stepped aside. Yeah, and um, I just thought that was the experience, telling you there, thinking, we're not getting involved in this. Ronnie doesn't want one in the chin at his age, that's for sure. <laughs> right, how do you see it going? Do you think uh, Stuart can do one on the Glens at the weekend? It's going to be a very good match. Again, I'm going to sit in a bit on, the, on the fence a little. Um, I'm beginning to sound a little like Biggo. Um, <laughs> But I think it's it's too tight to call. Um, Stuart have done Institute have done extremely well. Glen Torn coming off the back of last week's result are, are going to have a little bit of confidence out of that. So I go for a one-one draw. Very good, Daggy. I'm going to agree with Rod there. I'm going to go one each two. Uh, just as you were speaking about the bit of a focus there, I watched it actually last night. A clip of it. It could have been calmed down a lot quicker than it actually was. You know, I think uh, maybe one or two players running in. I was just expecting I would do the same myself, no doubt. Uh, I think it just. Just need to calm down a bit sometimes, you know. But your man Kildare ran in, and I think he, I think he's you know, trying to push it on a wee bit, and he shouldn't have, you know, especially a player of his experience, you know. All right, Dunfield against the Crews, the game of the weekend. Tough one again. Um, uh, listen, Linfield will be absolutely gutted that they lost to Ballymena United because that was a chance to put a, 
a bit of breathing space between them and the rest of the, the title challengers. And they went 1-0 up, so that will have hurt David Healy. So he will be desperate for a reaction. Uh, they've got Porter down in the League Cup on Tuesday night, so they've got to take care of that first and then look to this massive game against Crusaders. Crusaders, I remember one televised game here at Windsor Park. They absolutely ripped Linfield to shreds. Gavin White was on fire that night. And um, uh, his partner in crime, Paul Heatley, has been on fire for the last um, month and a half. He's sensational, so Linfield have to stop him. And it's um, going to be no easy task, that. But I'm going to go Linfield to win because um, uh, I think they have to, just to get their fans back on side after that loss at Ballymena and um, to get a run going ahead of Christmas. So I'm going to go Linfield to turn up here and beat the Crews 2-1. OK. Decky? Yeah, I'm going to go for a Linfield win. I think maybe a few suspensions might help Crusaders this weekend. Big players missing, you know, but uh, Paul Haley has been flying it the last few weeks, I think, hasn't he? Uh, but I think Linfield might have just too much for them this weekend, I think. Do you agree, Rod? I think Crusaders, Crusaders are in a very fortunate position that they lose two players from the weekend and, and they have such strength and depth that I don't think it's overly going to harm them too much. Um, I think it's, um, again, it's going to be a very tight match. Linfield's a lot of games coming up. They're playing weekend, midweek for, for the next three, four weeks, I think. Um, so so there's a lot, they have a lot of games to fulfil, so they'll maybe be looking to utilise their squad as well, but I think it's going to be another tight game. And I, I don't know why I can do it or not, Pete, but I'm going to. I'm going to go for a 1-1 one, one draw. <laughs> I'll tell you what, this is crazy, Rod. You have to give a result for the last oh, one. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Right, let's get to it. We've waited this length of time. Let's talk about Balamina and what is going on because um, David Jeffrey tells us it's all about baby steps and incremental strides and we keep hearing it, not in the running to be title challengers. Remember whenever he took on the job, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I remember reading the fact that he said you know, his aim of the game at some point is to win the league. Now, really... As we look at what they're doing, you know, I'm not saying it's going to be this season, but they could go on and win the league now, couldn't they? They're possibly one year ahead of schedule because I would have thought that David would have been targeting next season as the time to win the title. This was all about building this new team, forging relationships all over the pitch, and he's done that brilliantly. And he's he's superb because he is playing at low key, but I expect that from David Jeffrey. He's one of the best managers that's ever walked in Northern Ireland. Let's face it. And um, I think every player in that dressing room will be looking up to him. The result they had against Linfield was crucial because they've been showing great form. And that was like a key match for them to show that we are the, we're, we are the business. And boy, did they, because they went behind. They could have caved in, but they showed fight. They showed character. They showed skill. Leroy Miller, he's having one heck of a season and he's not the only one. You know, you look all around that team. They're a team playing with confidence. They're a team playing with style. They've got a real tough match though on Saturday because Warren Point, as you know, Rod and Decky, you've played them too, obviously, this season and neither of you have had much joy <laughs> against them. So they're a tough team and Stephen McDonnell will be relishing this one. Um, uh, Ballymena beat them 6-1 the last time they were down at Milltown and McDonnell will be reminding his players of that day in, day out this week and he will um, have his own tactics set up to deal with Ballymena's threats. And I think it's a really tough game for Ballymena. Um, if they win this one, that's 10 wins on the bounce, which is just extraordinary form. I'm going to go Warren Point to beat them, though. I think Warren Point can upset the apple cart. 
How's that for sitting on the fence, Rodney? I'm telling you, I didn't see David, it if you're watching, hope you enjoyed that. Um, <laughs> two one, Pete, to one point. Okay, Rod, with what David has done and his team, him and Brian have done at, at Ballymena, and changing the philosophy and the way that David Jeffrey sets his teams up to play three at the back, how long is it going to be really until other managers in the league work out what way to stop them? I think they'll be actively looking at it at this moment in time. Um, they'll be looking at different formations that can go up against them. Uh, what, what David has assembled at, at Balamina is a very, very strong squad in depth. Um, you look at what was sitting in the stand for him on Saturday. I think he had the like of Iran Mays, he had the Ross Glendennings, he had Andy McGrory's, um, Johnny McMurray's, who weren't even involved in the game on Saturday, who were all sitting in the stand. Um, so he has strength and depth, so if he picks up injuries, pick, picks up suspensions, he's, he's, he's able to deal with that. Um, the formation that he's playing is, is probably a little bit new to, to himself as well because he's never done it over the years but it's a formation that he has found that is working and is working for the squad that he has and, and they're going to be a force, they're going to be hard to stop, they're, they're up there at the moment and they're up there on merit. Can I ask you, would you be interested in Johnny McMurray? He's gone on the transfer list, I know Lentfield have been linked with him, Lauren have been linked with him, what about Coleraine? I think any manager who said that they wouldn't be interested in Johnny McMurray would be telling lies. Um, he's, a, he's a very, very good player. He's, um, he's a goal scorer. He knows where that is. He's a good footballer. And he would be somebody who would interest every manager in the league. So, give us a score prediction. It's a tough one, isn't it, Pete? Don't say a draw. That's <laughs> well, going to be another draw, isn't it? Um, listen, Warren Point have done extremely well. I think they're unbeaten on four, maybe. Um, they've picked up a good win against us at home as well. It's a hard place to go. But I think Balamina will scrape through and I think they'll get a 2-1 win. Decky? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Balamina just made it too much for Warren Point this weekend. Uh, I think David Jaffe's doing a great job down there. I thought the, the way they play the 3-5-2, the width that creates the pitch, It'll cause us serious problems. I think that's where they got two of their goals maybe from. And the big man up front, like he's a handful. Like he's a big, big lad. I think he's causing a lot of problems to teams. Like. Who's the best team you've played all season? Is it Ballymena? No, definitely not. No. Who is it? Because uh, I thought when we, uh, we played them there, uh, we could have beat them. And down down in their place, they, even though they did beat us three 0 first 20-25 minutes, we cut, we just couldn't put the ball in the net, which has been our bit of problem this season, you know. But. Uh, I thought I was very impressed with Linfield down here and um, we can play them, you know, but I think Institute's been very good, even though they're not sitting too high up the table. Uh, I think they're one of the best football inside teams in the league this, this year, I think so. Like, Paddy McLaughlin's a good manager, I've talked to him a few times and he seems to have a real, real way of going about things, you know. So who's going to win the league then, Decky, would you say? Uh, it's very hard to call at the minute. I thought Glen Alvin were flying at the start, but as I say, there are a few last few weeks they've already been tucked back down to earth, you know. But uh, I don't know, it's hard to look past Linfield, isn't it? You know, I think they're the, maybe the best squad in the league. So give us a score prediction at the weekend. Warm point. I think Ballymena 2-0. 2 All right, excellent. Thank you very much. Rodney, great to see you. Good luck for the rest of the season. Thanks for sitting on the fence. Big old pleasure. <laughs> Good luck at the weekend. Enjoy your football. Thank you very much for watching. And we'll be back next week. <laughs>